You're very welcome to Treaty Talk episode 138. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callan of the Weekly Observer and Fail Star. A bumper, bumper weekend of action, Matt. We have the senior footballers in their crucial clash against Wicklow. We've both Camogie teams in action, and we also have the return of the ladies footballers. So do stay tuned. The impression the game we get old with what you put into it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Matt, I suppose there's nowhere better to start than in Ockram this Saturday tomorrow uh, with the footballers travelling there to take on Wicklow in round three of Division 3 South of the National Football League. Um, it, it's a crucial tie. It, you don't quite know is it winner take all with all the permutations ahead. But uh, we have the team for that crucial tie against Wicklow. Uh, there's only one change to the team. It's Ian Corbett is, or sorry, not Ian Corbett. Um, it is Adrian Enright is in instead of Tony McCarthy. Ian Corbett goes back to centre back where we know him so well. Uh, Robbie Childs moves to wing back. Brian Donovan has gone out to the centre, and Killeen Fahey has gone to full forward. I suppose looking at that team, Matt, and obviously it's 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 a crucial game. As I said, what's the thoughts going into that game? Or have I have I lost Matt? Um, just so I'd just go through the team in full there while wait Matt to come back. Uh, Donald Sullivan in goals, Sean O'Dea cornerback, Brian Fanning at fullback, and Michael Donovan then is in the corner. Uh, Robbie Childs, as I said, at wing back. Robbie has been at centre back uh, for each of the games thus far. And um, Ian Carver comes back in the centre back where we know him so well. But will he play there is another question. And then you have Gordon Brown as the other wing back. Derek Tracy and Tommy Childs continue in midfield. Keen Sheehan is at wing forward. Brian Donovan has gone to centre. He's played in the corner and at half forward so far this year. Adrian Enright comes into the team at half forward in the place of Tony McCarthy, as I said. Danny Neville is in the corner. Hugh Burke's in the other corner. And Killian Fahey moves full forward. Matt, you're back with us. I'm just saying, what's your thought going into this game against Wicklow with so many permutations on the line? Yeah, of course, there, there, there are multiple uh, permutations depending on, on, on the outcome. Um I, I suppose rarely have we travelled to Ockram for um, for a more important game. Um, I, I was just looking back during the week on, on our record against Wicklow, which, which you know, by any standard in this millennium anyway is pretty healthy. Like we have we have played them, is it eight times or nine times um, in this millennium alone? We've won five and we've lost two. Um, there has been... Um, there has been one draw, and of course, there has been the infamous one back in was it in 2018, um, when um, it 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 was it was snowed off and couldn't be refixed, and um, it, 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 when it had no bearing on the on the promotion at the end of the season, the game was eventually um, awarded to Wicklow, and then of course in 2019 we went there, played against a very very strong breeze in the first half, strong wind actually, gale. 
and were only two or three points adrift at half time, and and contrived to lose the football match. So you know, it, it's been it, it's been a checkered record with Wicklow in 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 the last couple of games, and of course, uh, Wicklow have lost two games, um, uh, Jack. But believe it or not, one of the permutations that that is still there is that Wicklow could possibly still qualify. Yeah. Where where awfully to beat Tipperary and Wicklow to beat Limerick, it, it they'll all end on two points. So it will come it, it will come down to scoring difference. So like let's dismiss that one for straight away that Wicklow have nothing to play for. They have. But it's 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 a huge game for Limerick in, in that I suppose, you know, very, very good performance, confidence high after the win over over Tipperary, and then then to go to Offaly. But um, there is a sense, and I, I wasn't in Offaly now, but speaking to people that were in Offaly, the sense that possibly on the day, um, first of all, that Offaly were probably the better side slightly on the day, but that Limerick maybe didn't do themselves justice to some degree. And um, like they just have got to pick it up, um, pick it up very, very quickly again now and go again on, 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 on Saturday at 3 o'clock in Ockram. And against the Wicklow side, um, who conceded five goals the last time these counties met in 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 in, in McNeville Park, and it, it it was a goal fest, and and um, uh, a lot of, of course the narrative that day was it was a day um, when when um, everything went right for Limerick in front of goal because they went to Antrim the following week. And created as many chances and came away with just one goal and 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 the defeat. So I wouldn't be reading too much into that, but it will be a motivating factor for Niche. They will uh, for Wicklow. They will have that uppermost in their minds because um, you, you must remember that they got promoted with Limerick and and um, it, it, looking back on their campaign, they will see that as the game. Um, that defined who were the Division Four champions last year. It's it's going to be a very very tough game for 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 um for Limerick. Wicklow um all right um Ockram is 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 um is a very 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 difficult place to go and and um, teams have found that out not just in the league but in the qualifiers of the championship um and in the Leinster Championship uh, and and a number of teams have found it to be a fortress. And and um, like Limerick got up against it. Um, all right, Wicklow have lost two games. Um, they, they, they pushed awfully very close in Ockram, as you'd expect. But um, they gave a very good account of themselves in Tipperary last 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 week. And it, it was against the Tipperary side that that were um, that were wounded and were smarting and wallowing on the defeat that that uh, of Limerick the previous week. And it was a game to stay in contention. Tipperary simply just had had to win, but Wicklow pushed them and pushed them and pushed them very very closely. So Limerick <coughs> are going to get nothing easy in 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 Ockram this weekend. Yeah, certainly not. And just to run through the permutations, um, Offaly topped the table with four points and a score difference of six. Offaly know that a win is good enough for them; they're guaranteed to go into the semi-finals with a win. Um, Avoid defeat even is enough. Yeah. Avoid defeat, yeah. Um, Limerick currently in second with a goal difference of zero ahead of Tipperary, who are plus one. But if Limerick and Tipperary both finish on two points, oh, well, sorry, if they both finish two points, Wicklow come into it. So essentially, a Limerick win will get them onto four points. If Tipperary got onto four points, it'll come down to scoring difference between Offaly, Tipperary and Limerick. 
Uh, Limerick could lose to Wicklow. That would put Wicklow on two points. And if Tipperary lose, uh, Wicklow, Limerick and Tip would all be on two points as well. So, um, as Pat was rightly mentioning in his article this week, it's available on the website. Um, every single score in Ockram will be very, very important to both sides and equally so with Tip against Offaly. But just on the game against Offaly, I thought Offaly did very well. They had their homework done. They, they snifled out that Limerick attack. And in Ockram, it's going to be equally different difficult so how will Limerick go about getting their scores which came that bit easier in the Gaelic rounds the first week do you think yeah it, it, obviously they had their homework done because um, they, they negated the threat and uh, there's there's no doubt about it but that the, the, the full forward line that Limerick have have named for uh, for this week it de- definitely definitely carries threat but the question is to get it into there now I see that um Ian Corbett is named at, at, at centre half back, and that there's been a bit of tweaking there in defence with with Robbie Childs going go, going to the wing. Um, you know, um, I look they, they 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 just they just have got to get it into the scoring forwards very very quickly in, into the finishers very very quickly. Those those in the in the full forward line. Yeah, and. Coming down to the game then itself, like I know it must be very difficult for Billy Lee and his side to prepare for a game that a lose could be as good as a win, just depending on what happens in the other game. But how do you how do you go into a game like that where you generally go into every game to win? But how do you prepare for a game where a win could put you into relegation and a lose a loss could bring you into promotion? I I I I think you banish you banish all thoughts of anything other than a win. I, I think there is no other way that you can prepare for the for the game, and I don't think that Billy Lee will be looking into any contingencies whatsoever this week in advance of the game, other than to go out and win the football match. I think that that is that's exactly that that will be the sole focus. I I I don't think that that, that the other permutations um, uh, will come into it because the simple fact of the matter is all Limerick can, can control. They cannot control what happens between um, Offaly and, and Tipperary. All they can control is their own performance and how they do in Wicklow. Um, every, everything else is, is immaterial. Go out and win the match and see where it takes them. And that will be the focus this week. And that's how he will be preparing his side, I presume. Yeah, and there's no doubt Billy's side will be fully focused on getting the win. Um, if they are to get the win, Matt, where like where will the game be won and lost? You think in in such a difficult venue such as Akro? Well, I, I, I you alluded to it there earlier that we weren't getting the scores as freely against Offaly as 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 as, as we did against Tipperary, and I you know I think they'll. Um, that the middle third will have to provide the platform for our finishers to, to, to get the scores that will take us over the line. And can you see that happening on Saturday? I'm very, very hopeful, Jack. I'm an eternal optimist. I'm, I, I, I think Limerick can get over the line on it, that they'll just about shade it. And if you were to catch your eye then to the other game between Athlete and Tip, which will have a huge bearing on, on the Limerick game, how do you see that one ending? That's a very, very hard one to call. Um, uh, like you would have to say, on going on the forum so far in the league, um, you you would have to say that Offaly are favourites and strong favourites because they've won both games and they're at home. But it, it, it's not as simple as that. There has to be something like Tipperary were Munster football champions four or five months ago. <coughs> 
They played in the All-Ireland semi-final, coughed up early goals, but really came back into it in the second half. They're still a very, very strong team. Now, I know they have, they're have they without a number of their, their front-line players. But I wouldn't be surprised at all, Jack, if Tipperary got a result in Offaly. Yeah, the stakes I, I, are so high now that, that Tipperary are quite capable of getting a result in Offaly. Yeah, it's, it's probably a vindication to the GA to, um, to split the divisions into two to reduce the risk of COVID, but every team has something to play for, um, which makes it all the more exciting. But um, we're, we're fully hopeful for, for a Limerick win here. Um, again, they're playing uh, Wicklow in Akram tomorrow, Saturday at 3pm. That game is live on Diego as the last two games have been. Uh, we're hopeful for that, for that Limerick win. Um, obviously, this weekend, we don't have any hurlers in action. And I suppose after three weekends without a win, it's probably a welcome break for John Kiley and his side. Yeah, it's a welcome break, but um, uh, it's a second win in a row now, which is something new um, for us. We have been spoiled over the last number of years, but John Kiley will have taken a lot of positives. And in in his post match interview, he was he was he was far from despondent um, on 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 Sunday. You know, when we were speaking about this game here last week, Jack, and you posed the question, who was it a bigger game for? And like, I think we were in, in total tally and agreement that it was a bigger game for one of us, and that's how that's how things transpired. <coughs> because like, one of us record against Limerick since 2015 has been nothing, Jack, short of abysmal. And, you know, they, they needed to turn it around and and... Limerick started so promising. They very, very, very promising there, and and um, it looked as if business as usual, more of the same, all that sort of stuff. But um, and even after the, the sending off of Seamus Flanagan, um, Limerick looked as if they could could still see it out until until it found the spot, that spot that they, that they showed. In the All Ireland semi final last year against Kilkenny, they produced something similar in the last quarter, and of course they got the last quarter off to the best possible start when um, Stephen Bennett delivered right into the square. Jack Fagan went up high into the air, plucked it over the heads of everybody, and somehow hooked the ball in, into the net for the game's only goal. Now that was the first goal, by my record anyway, that Nicky Quaid has conceded in the league. And he certainly couldn't be to blame for it because it, it, it was from what less than two or three yards. But it, that gave uh, that, that gave um, Waterford the, 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 the momentum and the drive. And even though they were playing against fourteen players, they still they still really struggled to see it out. Like um, when, when when you think going into injury time that Limerick were just two points behind. It, it was two points in injury time um, by by Patrick Cotton and Bennett that 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 really put Waterford in, into the comfort zone. So, like <coughs> factoring in that it was away from home, factoring in um, you know the fact that Limerick were played what forty odd minutes with fourteen players. Um, it, I I think it it was a very very promise. I I thought it was a promising performance, Jack. And and um, like a, you know, the, the, I think the momentum is starting to build ahead of the championship. And I, I I say the championship now because it is the championship. We are out of the league. Um, on I don't think there's any mathematical permutation whatsoever that will um, 
will 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 allow Limerick to to um, have further interest in the destination of league honours. I, I don't think it's possible. So you know, it's it's it, it's a question now of all 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 hands on deck now. Um, as as we gear up for the July date with Cork, now it's going to be a very very tricky assignment, and I presume we'll be talking about it next week. Um, is 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 the game? What do you do in the game against Cork without showing your hand too much? Now Cork will be faced with the same dilemma because um, I, I'm 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 quite sure, like uh, that, <laughs> I know for absolutely certain that you know that, that there's there's one piece of silverware they want on this side, and that's the Lee McCarthy Cup and. If they, were they to get the league uh, after a 23-year absence, I don't think it would matter to them. Uh, on on on, uh, you know, they, they really want the big one. So, you know, that's that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. But just before we move on from the hurlers, just on the indiscipline. Obviously, the first two weeks there was an awful freeze giving away, and then last week, sending off had a huge bearing on the game. And it's a moment from Shane Flanagan that that he learned from, but at the end of the day, it would probably prove very costly. It's something Limerick will definitely have to work on. Something they'll have to work on, and uh, I'm not trying to justify it for one minute. I didn't see it in real time. I was in Walsh Park, but we followed the flight of the ball. I, I saw it back on television. I found it very, very hard to see um, on, on the footage. You know, I, I found it very hard to detect the offence um, in, 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 um, in Seamus Flanagan's case, and in the case of Kyle Hayes, and I, I, I'm not being blinkered here now, Jack, in, in, in any way, or I'm not being biased, but how you could single out one player in that shamuzzle and give him a red card, you know, I don't know. Like there was a yeah. there was yellow issue to two, there was um, a red card to Kyle Hayes, and subsequently there, there, there was... Um, um, a suspension handed out to um, a lot of a defender for for the altercation with 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 Kyle Hayes. Like you know, no matter how many times I look back on it, I, I find it very very hard to f- determine why Kyle Hayes was singled out. And yeah. um, in our advantage point in Warford, we were actually quite close to it um, on on Sunday, and and um, like it it it. it you know, I honestly, I honestly thought now, as I say, I'm not blinking. I honestly thought he was more sinned against than sinning. Yeah, I suppose it was up for a matter of opinion. Really, he does throw the ball up and he does go to strike the ball, and the water player gets in the way, like he probably would have hit it. Um, it was a wild enough strike, like you can see where the referee came from. But the one from early daily, the kick on Kyle, and there's two punches thrown before Kyle ever throws up the ball. Um, and it, it's good that it was uh, it was um, seen to after again because that was that was dirty like in, in fairness but we won't we won't dwell on, on that game anymore we'd obviously have the game against Cork look forward to next week and um, before we digress onto the camogie and the ladies football um, the fixtures for the minor and under 21 championships have been confirmed by Munster GA this morning um, we'll start with the minors and obviously the minor hurlers have an All-Ireland to contend with um, in July, but they start off in the semi-final, the Munster Minor Hurling Championship, Limerick are against Clare or Cork, who meet on the 14th of July. Limerick play the winners that on the 27th of July in Semple Stadium at half seven. Then the Minor Footballers are up against Tipperary in the quarter-final on the 21st of July in the LIT Gala Crowns at half seven. 
Um, moving on then to the under-20 championships, we have the hurlers are awaiting the winners of Clare and Kerry on the 19th of July in either the LIT Gaelic Grounds or in Tralee. So obviously if Kerry beat Clare in the quarterfinal, that can be on Tralee. If Clare win, they'll play Limerick in the Gaelic Grounds on the 19th of July at 5 past 8. And that's a Monday evening. And then the under-20 footballers are against Tipperary in the quarterfinals on the 8th of July in on in Turles at half seven. So just looking at them draws, I know we talked about them uh, recently enough, Matt, but they were good positive draws for Limerick. Um, there's no fixture there that you were really dread going into. Like, to be fair, avoiding Kerry in the football is probably the big one, and then you'd fancy the hurlers with the academy that's in there against anyone. Was there any fixtures that stood out for you? No, no. Um, the, the general feeling is that 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 they're decent fixtures, you know. Uh, um, but <coughs> I suspect the most relieved people um, in Limerick at the moment to get this confirmation. First of all, it's great to know that we have a roadmap and that they're back and that the games are being played. But I suspect because Limerick, in 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 minor hurling in particular, are in a unique position in Munster in that they have unfinished business from last year as, as Munster champions. So I have no doubt that Dermot Mullins and Kevin O'Hagan will be the most relieved men in Limerick at the moment to, to see that, that, that they have a plan because basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to juggle last year's team with the survivors um, who will be on this year's team. So at least now they have they, they have a roadmap and th- there is there is a bit of a gap because it's it's the end of the month that Limerick will be involved in the minor championship and um, they're involved against Galway in the semi-final. I think it's the 3rd of July, is it, Jack? And, yeah, um, and um, the, 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 the All-Ireland final, which I hope will be in, um, uh, will be seven days later. So like th- th- there will be almost three weeks um, so that um, that 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 um, Kevin O'Hagan can 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 prepare and his backroom team can prepare their minor charges for their assault on this year's championship. But, but you must not for, you must not forget, Jack, that we're going for three in a row in the in the in, in the Munster Minor Hurling Championship, which isn't an easy thing to do, and of course, which we've never done. Like um, we've we've done the back to back twice now, but. Um, we, we've never we've never done three uh, three in a row. So the fact that the, that that the lads have got clarity, I, I I think that's the most important thing coming out of this notice this morning. Now, just looking at the draws, like um, Limerick will play Clare or Cork. Um, it's 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 it, it's actually um, it, it's the very same as last year. I I, I think Clare and Cork met in the first round in Tullamore last year, and and Limerick subsequently went on to beat Cork in in, in the semi final. So um, there, there are similarities there, and um, uh, it's Tip and Kerry, which no disrespect to Kerry, you probably expect that that, that Kerry or the Tipperary would win that, and that they will face Waterford in in, in the semi final. So um, now looking at the minor football, Limerick and Tipperary, it's very very hard to know how how the minors go from year to year. It's very hard to determine were they to win that. <coughs> They will face um, they will they will face Clare in the semi final, so um, like they're, they're, they're in a, they're in a side of the of the the group where where by, um, you know, there is a pathway there to a monster final where you you know it's one of those years um, most years 
um, for one of the four weaker counties, so-called weaker counties, although can there be four weaker counties anymore after what Tipperary have achieved in the last couple of years, both at minor, under 20 and, and at senior level. But there's a pathway there in that Cork and Kerry will potentially meet in 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 in, in a semi-final. So, look, um, we 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 said that that the, that the draws were were you know they were to our liking. Let's say, and um, there's no such thing as an easy monster championship game, be it hurling or football. But you know they they, they could have been more challenging, let's say, than than, than they are. But um, uh, now looking at the under twenty hurling. Limerick are straight through to the semi-final where they play Clare or Kerry. And um, this this will be the, the 2018 Limerick minor team. Uh, now, um, well, it will be the nucleus of it. But Clare or Kerry, um, uh, that, that game is on in Austin, Stack Park and Tralee. And if you remember last year, Jack, in, 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 uh, in the, during the lockdown, um, Kerry pushed Cork for what 50 minutes in the under 20 in Tralee. Um, you know, there, 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 there was a, an outside chance for a lot of the second half that there could have been a major shock. And we, we know that Cork subsequently went on to win the Munster Championship. So on paper, it would look as if it would be a Limerick Clare semi final, but it, it's not a gimme for Clare. And um, that that's on in, at, at the end of the month. And then we have the football where um, we just. Jack, we, we just cannot be separated from Tipperary at, at any, any level in football now um, uh, because we're, we're playing in, in the first round. And um, again, Jack, there is a pathway there to the Munster final because the winners play whatever they're clear. You have a semi-final between Cork and Kerry. So, like, <coughs> the draws and board codes could have been far more difficult than they are. And... and um, I'd be very, very hopeful of a long, happy summer in hurling and football for Limerick. Yeah, just for we went from the fixtures, Matt, like how hard will it be to juggle? Obviously, you'll have a minor squad that is last year's minor squad all the way up to the, hopefully the start of July towards the 10th of July, we'll say. And then you have to get rid of the likes of Adam English and Eaton Hurley's name a couple and integrate new players. Like how will they go about that, do you think? It's, it's going to be a huge problem. It's, it's, it's going to be a huge problem because in normal circumstances, they would get a free run from the beginning of the year to get their squad assembled. Not, not on this occasion. I, I presume what will be happening is that, uh, that, that, um, that um, Kevin O'Hagan will be working um, and his backroom team will be working with those that are not involved in, in, in the 2020 squad and, you know, hope, hoping... Um, Hoping to, that you know that first of all that that that, that those that are involved in the All Ireland semi final and hopefully the All Ireland final against Galway uh, and who are still eligible will come back unscathed that they won't pick up injuries or anything and like he he'll have a full three weeks running um, uh, of his, his squad together. No, it, it, it's we don't want to be preempting excuses or anything like, but you know he's going to be slightly at a disadvantage. There's there's no use in saying otherwise because. All counties will will probably, you know, they've assembled their squads now. They know what their squads are. They're working with their squads. They're probably getting challenge games for their squads. So um, he he will not have that benefit. He, he he will just have a short, sharp three weeks to prepare his side. So, you know, it's it, it, it's a juggling act. 
it's not it's not an easy one. I, I I'm hopeful that they that that they'll get over it. Yeah, it's certainly not an easy one, but we're, that's something that we'll look uh, look more in depth at um, towards the games. Moving on to the Camogie team, they're both in action on Saturday in Kilmallock. The seniors are playing Galway and the juniors are against Waterford. Um, we'll start with the seniors, Matt, um, and we'll go through the team. There's actually no changes to the team that beat Clare 214-211 last weekend. Lauren Neal continues in goals, a full-back line of Marion Quaid, Marion Kramer and Mairead Ryan. Megan O'Mara is at wing-back, Roshan Ambrose on another wing, and Jude Mulcahy is at centre-back. Midfield pairing of Ashton Scanlon and captain Karen O'Leary. Half-forward line of Quiva Lions, Deborah Murphy, Sophie Callan, and then that potent inside line of Anya Cunningham, Rebecca DeLee, and Quiva Costello. And there's a positive news among the subs that Neve Ryan, vice-captain, is back among the team. But before we go on to the Galway game, um, the Clare game last weekend, a brilliant performance from Pat Ryan's team in their first outing of the season, and I suppose Cuiva Costello took all the, the headlines with 2-6 and 2-4 that coming from play in an excellent display. But just overall, a really good performance from Limerick. Really, really very, 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 very promising performance from Limerick. Now, we saw we saw Limerick, and as as you know, Jack, that, that, that the junior team and the senior team have been prepared together. Um, and um, uh, on the previous week, we saw Limerick playing Clare in, in the junior um in, in, in the junior league or um, division three league, which is Limerick's and Clare's junior teams in, in Kilmallock. And like Clare in the past have been a tough nut to crack for Limerick at any level in, in, in Camogie, but the manner in which they dis- the, the, the manner in which they disposed of Clare that particular day like was very, very encouraging. Um you, you know the way they use the the way they use the width of the pitch, the way they use the move the ball around. I I I think they scored what was it um I, I forget now, but everything that they got, I, I think it was two sixteen. They ended up with it was two sixteen, and 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 two fourteen from play, like which tell, tells its own story. Now we were wondering going to Innes, um, like what would be the story last Saturday um, when they were facing a Clare team who the previous week you must remember, Jack, really pressed Galway when when they went to Atten Rye, and like. They, they, they must have been, you know, going into the game, saying to themselves, right, um, we, 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 we can get back into contention here if, if, if we can pick up a win. And, and like, the display of Limerick in, in the first half in particular, Jack, um, was absolutely phenomenal. And the display of Cueva Costello, but I suppose it, 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 it's nothing that we didn't know about Cueva, like the, 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 that what she has in her locker, like, you know, it's 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 just incredible, um, a fantastic display, and um, in in the second half, now it, it, it's wrong to say that it was all predicated on 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 their performance in the first half. That that is not correct, because what we saw in in the first half was Limerick as an attacking force, playing the same style of hurling, and the same style of camogie that the juniors had played the previous week, and. What we saw in the second half was we saw the strength of the Limerick defence. Um, when when Clare really came at him, trying to rescue the game, and never really looked like making any inroads or any headway at all against the Limerick defence. No, um, I, I, I honestly thought that the the, the Kramer at fullback and 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 um, 
Judith Mulcahy at center halfback formed the spine of the defense. They, they, they were immense. And 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 the, the other four girls, um, um, Marion Quaid, Mairead Ryan, Megan O'Mara, and Roisin Ambrose, they, 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 they responded. Um, like There was very, very little doubt at any stage as to who was going to win the game, even in that second half. When, when Clare had a greater level of possession, but um, overall, it was a very, very encouraging performance from Limerick. But switching to Galway now, um, you, 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 you're switching to um, uh, th- th- it's it's going to be a step up. There's no doubt at all about that, Jack. Because you're you're talking about one of the big four here now. Um, you know, you've the Galway, the Kilkenny, um, Cork, and and Tipperary. I suppose now are are, are the big four. Um, so like, it, it's going to be a step up. But look. The, the victory in Ennis, you know, was a major, it was a major step in the right direction. Now, from the previous week, um, from the previous week's junior team, um, you, you will recall we spoke last week about Anya Cunningham getting six points from play. Like, Anya stepped up and, and, and was, was promoted to the senior team. And Jack, she didn't look one bit out of place. Now, she didn't get on the score sheet, but she was involved, involved quite a lot. Um, got on a lot of ball, um, had good use of the ball, good appreciation of those around her, um, and 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 certainly is 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 one that's going to be in 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 the senior team for a while. Okay, and I thought the last we we'll talk about Anya couldn't have today with the ladies footballers to come. But I suppose how important was it getting that win against Clare and then having that free shot against Galway this weekend, knowing they're through to the knockout stages? Hugely important, Jack. Hugely, hugely important. After the disappointment of last year's championship, like it was hugely important. And Pat Ryan said it right from the very outside uh, uh, about the importance of getting a win and how right he was. And like his 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 reign now has lasted for three games. He's got two wins and a draw <coughs> away to Carlo, who play at intermediate championship level. We cannot forget that, who who are strictly a grade above Limerick. So, um, like he, he 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 stressed and stressed for anyone that wanted to hear the importance about getting wins, no matter how you got them. But by God, they were the, the two wins that we have got so far and the draw. And I look back at the Carlo game. Um, I watched the entire game back, and and it it was more of the same. So, like it's it's very 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 promising. And certainly, there were a number of players in Kilmallock in the junior game against Clare that. Definitely put up their hand, I thought, um, for, for the senior. Now, Anya Cunningham was definitely one of them. Um, but um, I, I think there were a couple of more that that that, that did it in in in, in Carloid. Um, like the, the 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 performance of of um, of Michelle Curtin was absolutely immense um, in Carlo. Um, Elena Mulcahy came on as a sub and scored three points. Um, all from play, like you know, that that was a fantastic contribution, and I see that in in the team that Pat has named for this um, for for Waterford on Saturday that she's 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 getting her start at full forward. So um, look, it, it's all very very positive so far, but it, you know, um, it, it's very 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 much a work in progress, and and the first real big test of it is going to come um, when Galway come to Kilmallock on Saturday. 
And who's the more favourite Galway or Limerick would say? Galway had the game and a week off and got to see Limerick. Or is it better for Limerick who have that momentum probably closer to the game? I'd go for the latter, Jack. I would go for the latter. The, I, I would go for the momentum. You know, I'd go for the momentum. And I know it's a home game. And, and we, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum since the lockdown. That um, home and away, it, it, whilst it matters in that you don't have the, the, the travel, um, in, in terms of when it's played behind closed doors, um, it removes an it levels the playing pitch quite a bit, and it's it's not the same advantage that it would be in 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 normal circumstances. But <coughs> the answer to your question is that I would I would go for the momentum because like training in the in the Limerick camp this week must be at an all time high. They must be bursting in the traps to get out to get out on Kilmallock on Sunday. Both teams, like we have the game with Waterford at one o'clock, and. Um, like Limerick are, under, Limerick are already, as you said, Jack, through to the knockout stages in the senior. And um, this, um, they're on the threshold of going into the knockout stages in, 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 in the junior. Um, beat Waterford, of course, they're definitely through. Now, there are a number of permutations where they were there to lose to Waterford. Um, it may not all be lost because were um, Carlo to beat um, Clare, um, Limerick would still go through on, on four points, but um, you know I'd be very very hopeful. Waterford have been they were well beaten by Carlo in 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 Kill in the first round, and uh, and they were beaten by Clare last week in 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 Ennis, and um, but we have found in a couple uh, we've we played Waterford a couple of times in recent years, and and found them very very difficult to, to shake off and very very difficult to get the better of. But um, I, I honestly think that that um, uh, Waterford um, at senior level even last week, Jack, they they struggled against Tipperary. They were fourteen points down at half time, and they eventually ended up winning eleven uh, or losing by eleven. But um, and they play Cork in the senior, so like they're they're, they're struggling a small bit. Um, now it, it, you know Waterford Camogie is certainly on the up. They have reached the All Ireland quarterfinals for the last three years, but. You know, they're up since 2016, Watford have been. They've never beaten one of the top four in that time, which is an interesting statistic. But um, that that's far away now from Limerick and Watford in, in Division 3 tomorrow. But I I honestly think that the, the, the omens are good. Limerick are playing well. Watford are struggling. Limerick are at home. Limerick's confidence is high. Um, I, I think Limerick will, will, will see our job there. Yeah, and just to go through that junior team, there's two changes to the team. Um, in goals, Leo Carroll comes in in place of Eve Corbett. Um, full back line, well, the whole defence is the same then. You have Megan Ryan, Roisin Mann, Yvonne Lee, Grace Lee, Eve Coughlin, and Shawnee Cunningham make up the defence. In midfield, you have Ashton Cunningham and Stephanie Wolf. Um, Michelle Curtin, who you mentioned at a brilliant game last week, Alva Larkin, and Enya Harrington in the half forward line. Enya moves to the wing to accommodate Elena Mulcahy, who goes in at full forward and is flanked by Valerie Sheehan and Keir English. It's a very strong team, Matt. And I suppose, as you said, there's a lot, like the football uh, for the men's, there's a lot of permutations um, for both sides. Um, I suppose with the the, Camogie, the senior Camogie team, they're definitely true. But with six teams to go through, the, the three groups, two of the top three, will get a semi-final place. And then the other winners and three runners-up will get a, a quarter-final place. It sounds a bit confusing. And then for the juniors, as you mentioned, 
Um, a win will guarantee their place, but a, a loss again could get them through, depending on the results. Um, if you had to call it, are you? Can you? Obviously, the the senior team are going through, but can they get the win against Galway? And then the junior team, can they get the win to secure um, their place in the knockout stages? Can I answer your second question first? Okay, you can lose the place, man. I'm I'm going I'm I'm going for Limerick to beat Waterford. Um, and I'm going for Limerick to really, really put it up to Galway on this occasion. Now, I know that Limerick's record against Galway um, hasn't been spectacular in, in, in recent years, but I'm, 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 I'm going for Limerick to, to reverse that trend. I'm not 100% sure that Limerick can win it, but they will go very, very close to it. Uh, and one, one mitigating factor for that senior game is if that junior side, and it's shown in recent weeks, the junior side kind of, lay the foundation for the senior team. And if they can get the win against Waterford in Kilmallock, it could definitely change the outcome of the senior game if they have that bit of momentum, as you said, working off the same squad. It would. It would. It would. And just just, just, just another thing about um, about the junior team, and um, it, it can give you a sense of where they're going. Numbers 2 to 10 on the team are unchanged for the third game in a row. Like, you know, that is more than the basis of a settled team. Now, Pat Ryan is in a very, very strong position in, with regard to goalkeeping duties in that he has he has two very, very good goalkeepers in Leah Carroll and Aoife Corbett, neither of whom have, um, um, each who has played one game each, um, Leah Carroll has played against Clare. Aoife played against um, against um, Carlo, but neither have put a foot wrong in 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 their games. Now he has moved LB Larkin around a bit. She, you know, she started a wing forward. She's now moved into centre forward. And Anya Harrington, who was on the bench in the first game, she she came in um, the Napierschik. She's from Napierschik, and she came in in the in in the game against Carlo. And she she scored six points. Um, she was on airing from freeze. And and um, Kira English, who started at full forward, is is moved out into the corner now. Kira from Granabell and Gary, she got the goal uh, against against Carlo. And um, Elena Mulcahy of Kilidi is is gone in at full forward now. Um, like you know, there was no doubt in my view, having looked back at the Carlo game, and on her second half performance, she came in at half time in in the game in Carlo that Elena Mulcahy had to get a starting berth on this occasion, and to be interesting. Um, to 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 see how she performs on on Saturday at at, at, at full forward. So um, and I suppose if if you if you talk about a settled team and the senior, you know, what better than the manager giving the team that did so well in Clare last week a vote of confidence, full vote of confidence, all fifteen of them. But whether there will be temptations going forward to raid the junior team. You know, that's a decision for Pat Ryan. I suppose it's a dilemma for Pat Ryan. And I suppose from a Limerick point of view, the more of them that will give him that problem on the junior team, the better the junior team will be going. But there are certainly yeah, a number of players on that junior team like who are definitely putting up their hands for inclusion in the senior squad. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like the scenario of John Kyle, the seniors, the, the strength and depth. It's it's a good headache to have, and it certainly, as the season progresses and the truncated nature of the season, you're going to have injuries, unfortunately. And it's it's good to have have a strong squad that you can pull from. Um, 
So just before we you move remember, on, Jack, does, 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 you must remember, you must remember here, Jack, that that um, and and this will tell you what Anya Cunningham achieved. Like Pat Ryan isn't using any of the junior team as backup on the senior team. They're not on the bench. He's a completely independent bench in, on, on, on the senior team. None, none of, now I don't, I don't know, maybe some of them are eligible for the junior team. I, I, I don't know. But he has a totally independent junior team. And just mentioned, uh, you mentioned it there at the start about the Limerick bench, and I'm, I'm rambling all over the place as usual now, Jack. But um, how great it is, and um, we can't overstress it enough um, to, to see Neve Ryan back. You know what an option to have on 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 the bench, and and it's absolutely she's the she's the vice captain. She's she's a natural leader, and um you know will we ever forget her performance in the county final last year for Bruff? Um, absolutely in, in, inspirational, um, but an inspirational individual and absolutely fantastic. It's it, it's um it's like getting a million pound player for um our. What million pound player may I know at this stage? Hundred million pound player for um, um, for Pat Ryan to have somebody like uh, of the caliber of of Neve Ryan coming back into the squad. Yeah, it, it's certainly it's certainly a huge boost for the squad to have Neve there as a replacement, and just uh, it's really good to have a, a player that quality on the bench that the players that are starting know that there's someone there that can replace them in an instant, but um. The juniors start off today on Saturday at one o'clock against Waterford and the seniors and a half four against Galway. Both games, Nomadic, both games streamed live by Sport and Limerick. Um, then moving on to Sunday, we have Dona Ryan's footballers, ladies footballers, finally get their campaign underway. They play Offaly in Offaly um, and then before they play Carroll next weekend. I suppose it's a very quick turnaround for the ladies footballers, just two weekends like the senior Camogie team. Um, Offaly were very good value for their 316 to 116 win against Carlo last weekend. And just the manner of that score just shows you the challenge ahead for Don Ryan's team. Yeah, it, 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 it would look that there's going to be a defensive, um, uh, you know, it'll have to be all out defence um, on, on Sunday. Um, they'll certainly have to keep more than one eye on, on, on Granny Egan. Um, who was on fire last weekend? She scored one eight um, in the victory against Carlow after scoring three five the previous day for Offaly Camogie in the win over Dublin. Like she, she in twenty four hours she chalked up four thirteen between the two cords, which was just absolute absolutely phenomenal. I know I'm talking about about Offaly first now, but um, your question leads into it as to where the score came from, and of course. Um, they, they, they have Roisin Egan back as well um, who would be one of their key players after injury and they have also Mairead Daly back who is uh, Gary Daly the, the Offaly manager's daughter who is a top class player now Limerick and Offaly um, met last year in a tear and it ended it, it, it ended in a draw um, now how much you can read into that um, I, I, I would suggest very 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 little um, there's no doubt at all about it. It's going to be a formidable, um, awfully side, a formidable challenge for for Donald Ryan, especially as it's 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 his first game because awfully will have the benefit of a game away from home, which they won, which they they chalked up a very good score, 
<coughs> they'll be high in confidence and momentum will be with them. Now, um, looking at the Limerick side, it's, it's, it's a sort of a settled Limerick side in many ways, Jack, in that, that, that there's a big carryover from last year. But that, 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 there, there is one gaping um, gap in, 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 in the side is that, that um, Cathy Mee, um, the, the 2018 All-Ireland winning captain, um, is taking a year out. And um, she'll she'd be very, very big boots and hard boots to fill. So... Um, but having said that, it, it looks um, it, it, it looks an experienced side. Now, on the plus side, you have an All-Ireland winner in 2018, Christine Reedy, um, coming back into the side. And, and, and um, that, that will be a big plus. She'll, she'll be coming back into the defence. But there, there's quite a lot of experience in, in the Limerick side. We, we, we saw last year, like, the, the, the McCarthy sisters and... and um, Farming the, the spine of the defence, you'd Maeve at full back, and you had Neve, who's the captain, had a had a great year at centre back last year. As the year went on, like you had Roshi and Ambrose and and um, uh, Caroline Hickey forming a very very strong midfield partnership, and uh, like the Limerick team, really, we cannot define it by the loss to Fermanagh, because you know Fermanagh had three or four goals. Um, Practically before the, the the whistle was blown, nearly um, they, they got him so quick. But Limerick came right back into it, and 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 pushed him. And <coughs> I would rather like to think that his <coughs> second half Limerick uh, of the that um, of the game against Fermanagh that defines Limerick. Um, but there's no doubt it's going to be it's going to be a very very tough challenge, Jack. Um, there's no point in under, underestimating it now. Um, in, in the full forward line, we have we have Lauren Ryan has come in, in into the full forward line, um, who who is a new girl from Adair. Um, we have Amy Ryan inside there, who was um, in on on had a great year last year, and um, you know was scoring goals for fun. And, and very very interestingly, it, it's it's very very good to see a player of the caliber of Iris Keneally back. Kennelly back on the team and she's back at corner forward. Like so it's a very, very strong full forward line. And um, just outside them, then we have Anya Cunningham, and we've spoken about Anya in terms of 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 her prowess at Camogie. Like she she's one of the great jewel stars that the county has at the moment. Andre O'Sullivan, quite experienced All Island winner with, with, with John the Baptist. Uh, in hospital, a double All Ireland winner actually in in in, in junior and senior um, schools A ladies football, and and beside her 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 John the Baptist colleague Katie Healan. So you know that, 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 that there are a lot of positives there on on the, on on that Limerick side. It's it's their first day out. Um, they don't have the advantage of a game. Um, I honestly think you, because I, I I can second guess your next question. Do do, do I think they win? They'll win. I think they'll give a very very good account of themselves. Um, I would be surprised if they beat Offaly. I think there's momentum with Offaly. Um, I hope I'm I hope I'm spectacularly wrong, Jack. Yeah, and just I know you've you've gone through the team there nearly in full, but just to run down the team there before we continue. Uh, Sophie Hennessy in goals, Yvonne Lee, Maeve McCarthy, and Leah Coughlin make up the fullback line. Then you've Maeve McNamara and Christine Reedy at wing backs, and Neve McCarthy at centre back as captain. 
Caroline Hickey and Roshan Ambrose, as you mentioned, midfield. Anya Cunningham, Andrea Sullivan, Kate Healy make up the half forward line, and then the inside forward line of Lauren Ryan, Amy Ryan, Iris Nelly. Um, it's a very strong side, and as you mentioned, there's a lot of turnover from players last year. And you say, that is have- like, and, and the, the, you know, we spoke about on on Anya Cunningham being a dual player. So is Roshan Ambrose. So is Ivan Lee. Ivan Lee is 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 is. He's playing very, very well at cornerback with the junior team. Now, Grace Lee, also a junior, um, also a dual player, is named among the substitutes. So, like, that, 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 there, there are four girls there who are going to have a very, very, very busy time um, for, the, for the rest of the summer. But um, speaking briefly with Roisin Ambrose in, in Clare last weekend, they're up for it. Roisin is up for it anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be fine. Injury aside, I'm sure they'll get through all those games with flying colours. But um, you said they're awfully have the momentum. But if Limerick can perform as they did in the second half against Fermanagh last year, do awfully have enough to put them off, or is that a way Limerick can win? That'll be the big question. That'll be the big question. It might be enough to take Limerick over the line. You know, and and what a strong position could be in playing um, when Carlo visit Dune the following weekend. Yeah, and, and just in a in a three three team group, it's obviously more difficult for Limerick that they have nothing to fall back on. Is that something that'll be on the mind, Donald Ryan, or will they just focus on Affley from the beginning? They they, they 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 can do nothing else, Jack. They they just have got to focus. It's the next game. What's immediately in front of us, or what's immediately in front of them? Um, like th- th- there's no point about thinking about Carlo, thinking about permutations out the window, all that sort of stuff. With game of football in at two o'clock on Sunday in Bordnemona or Connor Park in Tullamore, and you have to go up and win the football match if you can. That's that'll be the sole focus of Donald Ryan and his management team this week. Yeah, and, and the ladies footballers are the last senior team we'll have seen in action. Obviously, the hurlers were the first, they got a draw, but then the men's footballers and both Camogie sides got a win in their first game of the league. So, could that be a good omen for Donald Ryan's team? Now you're searching for omens, Jack. <laughs> you're searching for omens. I hope you're right. Yeah, because it's, really, you know it's definitely Jack, Do you know something, Jack? Sometimes you are right. <laughs> and I hope really. this is one of the times you're right and I'm wrong. Yeah, it, it's certainly been a, a positive positive um, start to the season for Limerick and all codes. And hopefully the latest footballers can continue that. Um, as I said, that game is Sunday at 2 o'clock. It's live on um, the LJFA website under InPlayer page it's on our website for anyone wondering and um, where to find it um so we have four games to forward to Matt as I said the footballers um at three o'clock on Saturday the junior camogie team at one o'clock on Saturday and the senior camogie team at half four and then round off the action is the latest footballers at two o'clock on Sunday we're cautiously hoping for four wins and progress for the footballers and the junior uh, Kamogi team into knockout stages, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll know by the time we meet again next week, Matt. But many thanks for your contribution again today, um, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, you're welcome, Jack. The impression again, we get all with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth the goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth the goods, can you? Just about kept-
slipped in. Oh, well, touch. Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea. He deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Nimic went out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. 